Welcome to the Public Safety First podcast. My name is Lori Stone, and I'm a senior public safety advisor with the First Responder Network Authority. I was recently joined by Anthony Thompson of UVA Health for a conversation about FirstNet in a healthcare setting. Anthony leads the hospital's mobile device technologies program, and he shares the innovative ways that healthcare professionals are using broadband to improve patient care and public safety. And now, the episode. You're listening to Public Safety First, a podcast to help you learn about the First Responder Network Authority and how you can be part of the future of public safety technology. And now, your host. I'd like to learn more about you and and what your role is at UVA Health and what do you do? So when I started at the hospital, I was working with the server group and uh, engineering and that kind of thing. And my administrator came to me and said, you know, this mobile device thing, there's a lot of people bringing phones in these days. And I've got this Gartner study. And would you take a look at it and pick a MDM? And I had no idea what MDM stood for, had had no clue. Looked over the Gartner survey and Mobile Iron was at the time number one in that sector. So I suggested to him after everything I read, we go with that. And that was 2008. And um, so we piloted Mobile Iron and liked it and went forward with it. And that kind of moved me into a situation of responsibility for all the mobile devices at UVA Health, UVA Medical Center at the time. Just working with that and seeing the growth and the potential, something clicked in me and I I was able to to have this more of a visionary look with with mobile and, and see where we're going and seeing the needs of the hospital and what was coming next. And as a user, as a consumer of the product, I always want to gear things towards the end user, you know, with the aspect of security and protection of our our intellectual property and and, uh, patient information here. But I also want the experience to be what I would want it to be for mobile technology. And so that's been real successful. We have around 11,000 mobile devices we're managing now here at UVA Health. So my team has gone from me back in the day to five of us now for mobile device technology. And we do application support. We do our own application distribution. We're doing Lookout now. That's through security through uh, FirstNet. We piloted that with Mobile Iron and FirstNet. I mean, that's tremendously helpful. So yeah, we're just going full force with, with it all. I think having our group there for the pandemic was key and critical to the ability for the hospital to continue doing its its work as usual. Things changed a lot during that. We switched to uh, FirstNet, decided that a different approach to um, our, our carrier would, would be good for us. We demoed a few and, and settled with FirstNet. We're now up to getting close to 4,000 uh, FirstNet devices in our system, and that, that's growing. That was a really comprehensive history. You said you demoed a few and you made the decision. What was a key consideration or a key factor in, in that choice? Well, we were we were coming off one cellular technology and we definitely wanted to go to the more worldly acceptable technology. So that was a factor. The support structure that we were seeing, the demo and everything, it was just world-class. It, it stood out among everybody else and was what we were looking for. We're a very needy organization for an academic hospital. So we have a lot of things that um, we need from our, our vendors and especially our, our phone carriers. And the other folks just weren't able 
to provide that. We had a checklist of things we were looking for, and one column got filled uh, quickly with FirstNet, and the other just didn't keep up with it. So um, we made that decision. We've been in situations in Charlottesville where having a priority on the network is critical for us. I remember back in the day, we had a U2 concert at our football stadium, and I went to that show and could not use my phone at all. It was just impossible. Today, I'm confident that if we had that same situation, all the UVA employees that are first responders would be able to do so. So that's critical for us. You know, Charlottesville has been in the news for other things where we've had stress on our cellular technology here. So for a hospital right in the heart of Charlottesville, that is critical for us to have the security knowing that we have a network that's going to be there and do what we need it to do. I like your example of of the U2 concert and football games at UVA, uh, regular visits from, you know, dignitaries, high profile world leaders, and just the daily in and out of of people in that area, it can stress a cellular system and what you said about, you know, FirstNet, checking the boxes, meeting your needs. Everybody wants to feel that they're supported. And it sounds like you're finding that that support from the AT&T customer service. And I'm happy to hear that. Tell me a little bit about using mobile um, devices in the hospital. You mentioned, you know, tablets during COVID. What else are are doctors and and healthcare workers using today? Our medical records, like majority of hospitals across the country are managed by uh, the EPIC system. So we have mobile apps for EPIC that we use internally and externally. But we have situations where um, nurses will just use a phone to access the medical record system or an iPad. It's the exact same system that they're they're using on their PCs in the actual point of care situation. But the doctors and nurses, they can access this from anywhere. And with this network in the background, we don't worry about where they are and if they're going to have network service. Prioritization is there for them. But yeah, the iPads, when we were uh, isolating COVID patients, that room, that patient would get an iPad assigned to them that would have communication features on it. And the the nurse would have almost like a walkie-talkie situation. They would have an identical setup on the outside and and they could could service them. We probably put 500 iPads in in service during, during the pandemic to support that kind of thing. Now we're redeploying them for other things. We're using them for translation services. And we pull up uh, an interpreter on on the iPad and and can put that in front of somebody. We have very wide ranging language challenges with our patients around in Charlottesville. We are very, very diverse. And with this technology, uh, we can not have to provide a human from our payroll to fulfill every language that we come across. And there's about 100 probably that, that we deal with. It's pretty amazing. So that itself on the phones, if the nurse needs it, they have it on there. And anywhere they're at, uh, they could walk out of a building and be in a situation where they they could use that service, whether it's the medical records or the translation or a wide range of other apps that the doctors and nurses use. And so we don't worry about when they walk out of our property onto the cellular network because they're seamless transition between the two. And we've tested that vigorously and we have no problem walking between the, the two technologies. So it's very complementary to each other. You mentioned the seamless transition. What about the security of that? Talk a little bit about the security aspects of, of the network and what you were looking for. Yeah, well, we are very hardcore on our security on, on the inside of our hospital. Most vendors, we try to get them to put their systems on the inside. When that device is transitioning outside of our WAN network or LAN network, we're very concerned with that. So we want to be on a network that that has the, the securities that we require on the inside as well as the outside. So that, that was another push 
uh, to move to FirstNet just for that, just the all-around comfort that we have knowing that, that we're secure on, on all aspects. When you were talking about how the healthcare workers could access the medical records anywhere that they go, have you heard of any real-life examples? We know it's possible, but have you heard of anybody actually doing that from you know, another part of the United States or even another part of the world? Oh, yeah. Very often. We uh, take advantage of the international data plans that we have through AT&T FirstNet. At any given time, we have 100 or 200 folks out there doing work. And even when a physician is on vacation somewhere or in a conference somewhere, he, he or she still has to monitor their patients. So the ability for them just to open up their phone when they get a, a text message about a patient or something and just take care of it right there is just priceless. So yeah, they're using it all over the place, all over the country, all over the world. <laughs> what about telemedicine? Any use about that? Oh yeah, we, we've got a vast, uh, very large telemedicine deployment and several hundred iPads have gone out. Depending on the, uh, the need of, of the individual, when you uh, register as a patient, you get an iPad for that term of care. And those are all FirstNet iPads. So yeah, they, they go out and they communicate back and forth daily with, with the doctors from their homes or, or from wherever. And we, we chose the, the FirstNet iPads because you can't always expect someone to have internet at the house. So to be able to send them home with a FirstNet iPad and not worry about having to get them connected or, or teach them how to connect the device to their Wi-Fi or, or whatever the situation, just turn it on and it works. It, it was huge for us. And you're able to replicate that in the home setting or anywhere in, in the world, it sounds like. Yeah, our, our goal is, is when you pick up a mobile device from us, iPad, iPhone, whatever it is, in the office and you walk out the door, I don't want you to notice any difference at all in behavior of, of the technology. I want it to work exactly like it does in here. And I'd say we're pretty successful doing that. For me personally, as a user, I love it. I never worry about where I'm at and, and not being able to connect to things. It just works. Like flipping the light switch on the wall, you don't think about why. You just want the light on. So I, I don't want users worrying about why this doesn't work. And it's great that it does. What kind of collaboration might you have them with any local public safety agencies? I know EMS is always bringing patients to your door. Mm -hmm. Are any of them using FirstNet? Are you sharing any information back and forth on this network? Yeah, I mean, obviously a hospital our size, we have our own medical network uh, for that or own EMS support, but we have all them on FirstNet from our helicopter folks to the ambulances and, and all the those those core folks. Uh, they use FirstNet iPads in the field. Our police department here, we have U University Police Department, we have Charlottesville City Police Department. They are on FirstNet and they were on, I believe, before we were. So now that we're all on the same page as far as cellular technology and, and network definitely works better for us. I feel like we all speak the same language now. Now, we met at the CRD, the Compact Rapid Deployable Exercise. We, you came yeah. out to uh, right. James River State Park, really remote area in, in Virginia, and, and you were able to see some of the cutting edge advanced technology. What do you think about just the advances that first that's been making over the last few years? Yeah, I, I was blown away by that because like you said, James River Park, is a complete dead zone for everybody. There is no service. And then when they fired up the equipment, um, I had full coverage. I was streaming videos and doing work back at home right there on the, the picnic table. I came back from that meeting and, and shared everything I learned with management, and they were pretty excited about it. There's a, an outreach event that we do uh, every year in uh, West Virginia. And the big challenge is network technology when we get out there. There's very little cell signal. 
And we have to build a network when we're down there and we end up running miles of cable to do so. So if we could roll one of those carts in there, fire it up and have instant network access, you know, within 10, 15 minutes where before it would take an extra day getting there to set things up, that would be huge. So it's an invaluable technology and I'm excited to see where it's going. I hadn't thought about hospitals that do something like that, go to a rural area, provide those services and then have to build their own network depending yeah. on where they are. Oh, I love that. When I mean, we talked a little bit about, you know, hospital use of FirstNet, I always thought it was in the building mm-hmm. and you just opened my eyes to a really great use case. What would you say then to other hospitals, why they should be using this network? Well, we've uh, acquired a few hospitals in the Northern Virginia area. And what I told them is basically what I've seen myself. You've got great support. You've got great technology. You've got a great backbone for all this. But it's the other key things that are there behind the scenes you don't think about. This network is going to be there, and I'm confident of that. Pricing, I mean, they can't beat some of the pricing that, that FirstNet offers. So I definitely would have you look deeper at, at the program. You're not just looking at AT&T, you're looking at AT&T FirstNet, and that's a big, big difference. One is great, but the other added things that you can give to a hospital and, and to first responders, you can't afford not to do this. We sleep better at night knowing that we're, we're using this technology. And for our patients, that's critical. It's just there when you need it. What are some of the next steps or, or next advances you wanna see this network take? Some folks are skeptical about mobile devices. I'm ready for us to be over that hump and just realize how powerful these things are that we're carrying around with us and and what they can do and how they can help us achieve our goals and everything that that we're looking for. But I'm really excited from what we learned out at at James River that day. If we had that kind of technology in our ambulances and our mobile care machines, that would just save so much trouble. Yeah, it comes down to connectivity. and where you need it, when you need it. I think we've covered almost everything, Anthony. You've been wonderful. Thank you, Anthony. Thanks for listening today. We're excited to have you join our podcast community. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can learn more about the First Responder Network Authority at firstnet.gov and learn about FirstNet products and services at firstnet.com.